Hi, y'all. If you're anything like me, you're multi-passionate, you're overwhelmed by all your ideas, you have so many things you want to try, but you don't know where to start. You don't even know where to start finding your thing. Join Find Your Thing. This starts May 10th and will go on to June 5th and we'll journey together for four weeks, getting our things together, listing all the things we have inside of us to create art, to create movements, businesses, all the things that we want to create. And I'll set you up with a plan on how to do it. Now, there are only 15 slots available and this is a first come first serve basis. So be sure to secure your spot today at alishareneese.as.me slash find your thing. If you feel like you were made for more, but you don't know how to access it, if you feel like you don't know how to use the gifts you've been given, if you're unclear about what gifts you actually carry within you, or maybe you're clear but don't know how to use them, if you feel like you have a lot of ideas or talents or interests or hobbies and have little to no vision or a clear path of action, if you're looking for your next idea insight on ones you already have, or if you're looking for a community to help you figure it out, Join Your Thing is exactly for you. Listen, you're more talented, creative, and resourceful and equipped than you think. Let's come together and reveal the truths, passions, and gifts already in your heart to bring to life the dreams, to make a plan, create what makes you come alive, and better serve other people. Now, again, it starts May 10th, so time is running out. Spaces are already filling up. So if you want to sign up, sign up today, aliciarenice.as.me slash find your thing. One more time, that's aliciarenice.as.me forward slash find your thing. Or you can always check out the link in the description. Again, I am so excited to start this. I can't wait to journey with you and I hope to see you there. All right, let's get into today's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice and I'm so happy that you are here. Blow you stay. We're back. We're back with another episode. And we're back. Y'all, I can't rap, so I'm not even going to try. <laughs> but anyway, welcome back to another episode, you guys. I see you. Yay. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. As always, our intro music is brought to you by Lo Ray, the producer. She is a black woman producer, and she's so good. Y'all, please go support her. Please go support her. She's so great. And she's so kind to allow us to use her music for this podcast. So shout out to her. Yay. And again, that's Lo Ray, the producer on, on, um, I'm say Gmail, Lord. Lo Ray, the producer on Instagram. <laughs> Yay. And as always, this podcast is brought to you by the Black Girl Creative Collective, a free community of Black women coming together, creating things, supporting one another, sharing their stuff. We have monthly workshops and meetups, all the things. We're going to start new things in this, in this group coming soon, like book clubs and creative support groups and all this great stuff. So I'm excited about that. So feel free to join. It's free for now and bring a friend. Yay. All right. And of course, this podcast is brought to you by you, the listener. You all make this podcast happen with your support, your love, your listens. Okay. You keep it going. Cause listen, if I was just getting five, let me not say that if I was getting five listens, I probably still would do this, but you know, cause it's still five people, but you all are like, y'all are warming my heart. Y'all make me feel like I'm actually making a difference. And that means a lot to me. So thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Let's get into today's episode. Okay. Let's talk about seasons. Season, season. So it is officially spring here in the eastern part of the U.S., the, the mid-Atlantic region of the U.S. And um, it's beautiful. The things are blooming. Um, cicadas are coming, y'all. So be careful. Um, cicada, if you don't know, if you don't live over here, listen. Every 17 years, we get cicadas and they're annoying. They're everywhere. 
and they're just they're blind and so they're running into you and they're just like they just uh they just overtake the community for like a season and so i'm not looking forward to that but i am looking forward to warmer weather it's beautiful and um you know now that we talked about these horrifying creatures but they're so they're so big oh my god they're so big but anywho the birds are going to have a field day. And so, you know, with the change of seasons really makes you think about like where you are right now in life. So seasons like this, like spring is more about blooming and becoming and growing and, um, you know, budding, like all those different things, right? And moving into actually producing fruit in the summer and then harvesting harvesting in the winter and in, in the fall. And so in the winter, it's more like a dormant time, like a time to chill and relax. And then in spring, again, the very beginning of spring where winter and spring um, meet, that's when you're sowing, you're planting seeds, right? So if you're gardening, you're planting seeds, you're spring cleaning, you're making room for the new things, like you're moving to, into a new season and doing the work to get into that season. And so I kind of want to talk briefly about the seasons in life that you're in. So for me right now, I'm in a very, um, I'm in a sewing season. I'm putting a lot of work in, a lot of effort. Like if you've ever gardened or farmed, you know how hard it is to break up the ground after winter. It's all packed. It was all frozen. It could be dry. Like there could be weeds growing in it. You had to de-weed the area. Like you're making room to create a good garden. And so during the season, it's a lot of work and it can feel like you're putting in a lot of work with no reward because even if you're weeding out and stuff like that, nothing's growing. You're not, you know, you can't see anything growing. And then even when you're planting seeds or like, you know, putting soil down and like turning over the soil, like it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hard labor. But just because you turn the seed and turn the soil over, like you can't, you don't expect to have a harvest next week. No, you know that you have to go through a process to get there. So for me right now, I'm in the, I'm in the turning of the soil season. I'm in the planting seeds and sowing seed seasons. Um, everything is everything I'm doing right now is pretty much like going from the ground up. I'm starting a new album. Um, I am doing this podcast. Like I'm putting in three episodes a week. Um, I am putting in the work for the business, for the Black Girl Creative business. So like putting on workshops and stuff like that, trying to really like cater to my audience and give them what they need and serve, serve them what they need. Like I'm in the beginning stages of a lot of things. I'm, you know, writing a book. Like I'm trying, I'm trying all these different things. And it's important to know what season I'm in, to know one, what capacity I have to work with. And two, so that I have realistic expectations for this season. So I'm hoping that this is helpful for you. And let's get into the different seasons. So again, let's talk about spring, the beginning of spring. Um, let's actually start with winter. I feel like winter is a season that gets slept on because it's literally like a season that we sleep or rest. And so people don't think that that is productive. People don't think that, oh, in the wintertime, there's anything good happening. But let me tell you, rest is essential for creative creatives, like for creativity and for creatives. Rest is essential. Rest is the foundation for creatives. You have to have space in your mind. You have to have a rested heart, a rested spirit in order to create something that means something to you. You have to have a sober mind to really think, you know, to really think clearly, to really process things. But if your mind is always cluttered, if it's always noisy, if you're always busy, you're not going to be able to create that good work. And sometimes a season of rest looks like doing nothing at all. Sometimes it looks like doing less than what you usually do. Sometimes it really does look like hibernating or, you know, having that time to inwardly process your feelings and emotions, going to therapy, like, you know, exercising, doing what you have to do to take care of yourself, your temple, your mind, your spirit, your soul in order to go into a season of spring. So again, winter time is there again to kill germs, right? Germs die in the winter. Like 
with with the frost and with the snow, like it kills germs. It kills germs and it's important to cleanse and to go through this process of cleansing. And I feel like winter time is a time of rest, of cleansing, and also just like and just nothing. Like when you think of when you think of like the winter season, you think of Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, um, and maybe even Halloween, depending on, you know, when you determine when winter starts, but really it's a time for relaxation and spending time with people you love. It's about recuperating. It's about building community. It's about really healing. And I feel like those seasons and those, even though those holidays, whether they're good or bad, that's a whole other discussion, but the time to come together with people you love and enjoy is important. It's important. And so it causes you to slow down. Like there are more days off. There are people usually take, you know, their holiday vacation, like There's time set aside to do nothing and to really spend time with people who actually love and appreciate you. And so I feel like in our winter seasons, it's it's a lot like that. Like we're taking time to really just observe and to honor things, to honor ourselves, to honor a Sabbath, to not do anything at all. It's cold outside. You can't do much. And so most people are inside just taking care of themselves. There's not a lot of sunlight. And so you have to really take care of yourself to make sure you don't fall into a seasonal depression. It's very easy to do. And really just taking time to really take in things. So taking in food, taking in people, taking in information, and just chilling, just not doing much. So then you have spring, where we are now, you know, physically in the world, depending on where you are anyway. Um, We have spring where we're doing the work in the beginning where it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work trying to till the ground. It's a lot of work trying to put seeds down. It's a lot of work trying to figure out even what you want to grow, right? What plants work together? What plants don't work together? In the same way, Like we have to figure out in this season what's going to work and what's not. We need to map out in our life, what do I want to do with this new cycle? What do I want to grow? What things do I want to accomplish? And then try to figure out if the things I want to grow actually work in tandem with other things I want to grow. Can they work together? Maybe I can't do, you know, a whole album and, you know, teach music class at the same time. And that's okay because maybe these plants are not friendly plants. There's this whole thing. So follow me. (laughs) There's this whole thing about plants being friendly plants and and other plants not being friendly plants. So, you know, some other plants aren't friends with other plants. So that means that they take the nutrition from the other plant. They're kind of in competition. They're not working together. Where there are some plants that work together where they can both thrive at the same time without competing with one another. So you really have to figure out what season you are in your life and figure out what things you can do that aren't competing with one another, that aren't going to drain you, kill you, all those other things. Like you have to figure this out. So mapping that out is, out is work too. But literally doing the physical labor of putting seeds down and putting, you know, turning the land and stuff like that, that's a lot of work. So in the beginning, it, it could feel like you're doing a lot of work with little to very, or, or none, none or no reward. And so you really have to keep in mind that this is a season of work and we're not going to see anything happening for a while. So then eventually, after you lay the soil down, you put the seeds down, all this other stuff, you go into the second half of the spring when you start seeing seedlings, when you start seeing things sprout, or maybe you don't see things sprout based on what you're what you're planting. So maybe things are growing down first before they're rising up. But it's important that you don't just tear open the land because you're impatient and you don't know what's happening below and it doesn't feel like it's happening good enough. And so we talked about this a little bit We don't feel like it's happening fast enough, I should say. And we've talked about this a little bit in our previous episode about jumping ship before we get get to location. That's exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about killing the dream, killing the seed because it's not happening fast enough. It doesn't look good enough. And we're judging our success by seedling beginnings. Now, every tree, every oak tree you see starts as a seedling. No one's ripping out the seedling and saying, you're not growing fast enough. You're not big enough. No, because we know it's a seedling. It goes through a process. The same thing happens in our own lives. 
in our own lives. And it doesn't take one season for a tree to grow. It takes years for a tree to go. So you really have to figure out what you're growing, how long it's going to take to grow, you know, on average anyway, and then be patient. It's a lot of maintaining in the season, a lot of watering, a lot of feeding, a lot of creating, a lot of, you know, adjusting. Like if you have a plant that's growing all over the place, you might have to prune it. There's a lot of, you know, maintenance that comes with the season, the second half of spring and into summer. Summer, you start seeing a little bit of fruit, right? But the fruit is not ripe yet. The fruit is not ready. You you can't pluck a watermelon in its beginning stages because it's not going to have no flavor, no color, no nothing. You have to wait until it gets big enough. So in this season, a lot of people, what tends to happen is a lot of people tend to take their scissors and cut off or, you know, their shears or whatever, cut off these fruits before they're ready. When really they need more time. They need more time incubating, growing. They're not at the level that we want it to be at. And as I always say, I'm saying this to you as I'm saying this to myself, because this is reminding myself to stay in the fight, to keep going, to keep maintaining and pruning. And pruning is not pleasant. Pruning hurts. Pruning cuts off something. And that's not fun. Like I imagine for plants, they're like, what are you doing? I'm trying to grow here. But if we're growing something that's dead, if we're growing something that's taking energy away from other things growing, we have to cut it off. And sometimes in the season, we have to adjust what we thought was enough, what we thought was good and cut it off because we have something better that we want to do. Okay, so we go into summer, it's hot, it's a lot of work still, maintaining, watering, checking in, making sure that no no grubs are eating up our plants, that you know we have to protect our mental space, so to speak. So just like how we have to protect our plants from the animals that want to take it, from you know, the my mother had a had a garden in her backyard, and this groundhog would come up every single year and eat her vegetables. And it was just so infuriating. <laughs> it was so infuriating because he would just be chilling in the garden. And so then he would see us open the window and then would go running back into his little hole. So eventually my mom had my brother build her a standing garden so that she doesn't have to, one, get down on her knees because she's getting older, but also to protect it from animals who might want to come in and eat the fruits and vegetables. So this helped because it protected her from what was really, one, ailing her body, but also what was ailing her mind by having this this um, groundhog come out and just feast on her garden. And so, you know, and the, the things weren't weren't ripe enough to eat yet, but it was, it was having a field day, I'm trying to tell y'all. We tried everything, like sound alarms, all this stuff, it just was not working. So then eventually that standing, the standing garden worked wonders because the animals couldn't crawl up there. They didn't know how to get into it. And she covered it with a, with a, with a fence-like thing. So, so that was great. Um, and so in the same way with our own minds, like we have to protect it from things that would come and snatch our joy, our contentment, our confidence, all that stuff. Like we really have to protect our minds in the season because while things are growing, little things will come in. People will say like, oh, well, you should do this. And it's like, well, no, I still want to stay the path on this way. Or people saying, oh, well, it doesn't look like it's, it's good enough. Or your own thoughts, the enemy's thoughts coming in and saying like, yo, why are you doing this? It's not even bringing you any reward, really. Like, this is stupid. These little fruits, they're never going to be anything. These little seedlings they are never going to be anything. And just like in that thing, like t- plucking off the grubs one by one, you know, put it, raising your raising your thing away from other people's grabbing it and tearing it down. Like, this stuff is important to do with your dreams, too. It's important to do this in this season, in summer. So then eventually... You have fall. You have fall. And fall comes. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is exciting. And this is for some plants because some plants actually finish growing in the winter, but that's a whole other thing. So in the fall, it's usually harvest time. So we're like, oh my God, I'm ready. I'm ready to, you know, reap this harvest. I'm ready to do this thing. I'm ready to go all in. And it's really important during the season that we understand that even harvest is work. Harvest is work. Harvest is work. Okay. 
So even bringing in the things, maintaining it, you know, sending it off to people or, you know, my mom likes to give her vegetables away to people. So figuring out who she's going to give it to and like working it into meals and stuff like that, actually plucking it off the vine, like that's heavy work, especially if you're like growing watermelons or something like, no, like that's heavy work. That's not fun. And so while it is rewarding, it is still work to get these things off of the vine into the things. And there's still work to be done after you harvest it. You don't just harvest it and you say, all right, that's enough. No, you, all the food would just rot. You figure out what you're going to, are you going to can it? Are you going to give it away? Are you going to sell it? Are you going to, you know, um, put it in a meal tonight? Like whatever it is. And I really think that we really have to honor the fact that harvest, excuse me, harvest season, while exciting, is also is also a lot of work. And then you start that process all over again, because even during harvest, while one thing might be ready, a few things might not be ready soon. So maybe later on, your harvest might be later than you thought it was. You know what I'm saying? And that's okay. And sometimes harvest doesn't come. Like I said, for the tree, if you're waiting for, if you're waiting to grow a lemon tree, you got to wait years for the tree to grow for itself, right? And then you have to wait until the season comes for the trees to grow lemons. So that's a whole other thing. So depending on what you're building, depends on what season you're in. And it, it depends on what, what seasons, what the things require from those seasons. We also have to look at what capacity we have to work in, in our own lives. So Understand that in a summertime season, you might could do everything. You might be able to do everything, just maintaining. It's not really that much work. You're just kind of in the flow of things. You water it every day. You feed it every day. But then if you're expecting a reward, like you're expecting a harvest in the summer, that's not going to happen, right? If you are in your spring season and you're laying down the foundations, we can't expect to harvest tomorrow. That's not how this works. Or if we're in our winter time, we can't expect to be to be productive in the winter time. Be okay with being in a winter season. And a lot of it has to do again with our capacity. Sometimes we overestimate what our capacity is. If I'm in school, if I'm raising my kids, if I'm doing all this stuff, we put so much pressure on ourselves to be everything to everyone all the time. And that's just not how life works. Even life in that way starts in season. So even if you're raising a kid, your kid is not gonna be dependent on you all the time, right? When they get to like five or six or seven, they're more independent, they can walk around, they can do more things. But when they're a baby in that season, they're gonna need you for everything, for food, for comfort, like, you know what I'm saying? To change them, like to, you know, like literally teach them to walk. Like these kids need everything from you in the season, but the season is temporary. So when they get older, they're less, you know, dependent on you. And so while it's bittersweet, it's also beautiful to see them grow and not need you as much. It's, it's amazing to see a person grow up and be like, wow, I remember when you couldn't do nothing for yourself and now look at you cooking your own meals. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So we really have to be honest about our capacity. If we are in a season where we're, we're being tapped on more, where we're being like leaned on more, it's okay if you can't do everything. It's not the end of the world. The seasons will change. The seasons will change, whether that's in months, years, decades, whatever it is, the seasons will change and you will have an opportunity to do those things all over again. You will have time to do those things. I feel like for women... Society puts so much pressure on us to be everything young, to do everything young. Like they make it seem like when you get older, your life ends. When, you know, you have kids, your life ends. When you get married, your life ends. It's like, no, 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 no. I can't be tied down. It's like, why does marriage and kids have to be tying down? There are some people who don't want to be married. And there's some people who don't want kids. And that's totally fine. But for those who do, you don't have to give up yourself to do those things. Like you just have to understand that life comes in seasons. Things come in seasons. There's a time for everything. And sometimes it's not time for everything. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's time for one thing. If you have the capacity only this season to write a haiku every day or write for 10 minutes in your book or to sing a song in the car, um, even though that you wanna create an album, or maybe if your capacity is only um, that you can meet up with one with a person one-on-one -on -one right now because of COVID or whatever reason, 
do that and be okay with that being your season and be okay with your season not being spring or summer or fall, but it being winter. Be okay with the fact that you can't do anything right now. Maybe you have debilitating depression or chronic disease, or maybe you're in mourning, or maybe you're just tired. Be okay with being in a winter season and not doing anything at all. Productivity, this idea of having to be productive all the time will ruin you. It will ruin you. You really have to operate within your seasons and give yourself permission to rest, to play, to not do anything, to work hard. You know what I'm saying? And understand that when you make a decision, you literally have to cut off other things to make it work. And that's okay. And that's okay. We're all figuring it out. I hope this is helpful. What season are you in? Let me know what you think. Again, you can send me a DM. You can send me an email at alicia.renice at gmail.com. You can leave a review. You can, you know, whatever it is, however you need to get to me, I would love to hear your answers. You can join the collective and share your answers there. Like what season of life are you in right now? And are you honoring that season? Are you honoring that season? Don't go out in the wintertime with shorts on and be mad that it's cold. <laughs> like, no, we wouldn't do that. We would look at that person like they're crazy. It's winter outside. It's snowing. Why are you wearing shorts, right? And mad that it's cold. Like, no, we have to honor those seasons. That means wearing a coat, wearing some sweats, some socks, like some boots, maybe. You know, you're not going to go out in the, in the summertime and wear, you know, a coat, you know, hopefully, unless you're sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, we would be like, you're crazy. Why are you hot? Take that off. We have to honor the seasons that we're in. In the same way, we put all this pressure on ourselves to be something that we're not able to be right now. And then we're mad at ourselves that we can't be that thing. Stop putting pressure on yourself to be something that you're not able to be right now, to be something that you're not right now. And it's okay. Life comes in seasons, in seasons. It is not the end of the world. Like it is not the end of your life because you're in a winter season. No, spring is coming. One thing about winter is that it ends. It ends. It ends. Every season ends and a new one begins. So I hope this was helpful. I know it's kind of all over the place, but either way, I hope you were able to get something from today's episode. If so, let me know. Leave a review. I'll read it here live on the podcast. And yeah, keep creating. Really think about what season of life you're in, you guys. And really honor yourself for being in that season and honor that season. Work with yourself, not against yourself. Stop being your own enemy. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Be your friend. Be your friend. I love you. Keep creating. And I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.